Hello. <coughs> Everybody. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> you just couldn't let me do that, could you? I was going to hold it for as long as I could. Yeah. Overachiever, you. Welcome to the Bookish Impulses Podcast. I am Kenny. I'm Yasinia. Let's dive on into the episode. Hey guys. Hello everybody. Hope you're all doing great. We are. Bing. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, we, well, I'm home now because the school year ended. Um, my last day was on the 4th, so then that Wednesday I was home. And I've been reading, so, yeah. The dog is loud, we apologize. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know how to be quiet when it's time to be quiet, so. He's just quiet when, you know, it doesn't matter if he's quiet or not. Right. Um, he's in his pen, but he's making sure to make noise, so. Of course, of course. Why you saying how to do weird things? Because <laughs> it's the perfect timing for that. Right, he, being, he was quiet the whole time up until now. Right. And he's been out here for hours. Um, but yeah. <sighs> Great. Uh, and I think he got his bone stuck somewhere, which is why he's struggling. I think it was on purpose. I think so. Um, but yeah, this episode is long overdue. We were supposed to talk about the books we finished. We were reading at the last time we made an episode. But my wife instead chose to just keep reading. <laughs> What? I told her I was ready to make the episode last week, and she was like, well, I just started this book, so I'm gonna X, Y, Z. And I was like, okay, I guess. And here we are. Whatever. We're reading. And then, yeah. Because now, if I'm not reading a print book, I'm listening to an audiobook. It's okay. Um... So yeah, so I've been reading quite a bit. How about you? Um, on the reading tip, mm-hmm. I've been actually reading the books that I have to record as audiobooks. So I have been reading. Nice. Like at work time and when I'm in, you know, just chilling somewhere and not doing anything else, I bring it up on my phone and read it because I've been, I'm trying to be better before I narrate. I want to read a little bit ahead, you know, and try to... So I'm like halfway through on both books reading. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's good. Because, you know, big words. I don't want to stumble too much. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm reading two books right now, which is why I haven't started the other book. Ah, yes. So what are those books? Like, what are they called? Um, one is called <laughs> Hood Wives and Thugs of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's gonna be my my favorite one to narrate, I think, because there's a lot of 
There's a lot of up and down, and I get to be like, I get to have a lot of attitude in it. So it'll be fun to actually be able to have a lot of attitude. So it's more like you get to do a lot of acting. Yes, a ton. Because <laughs> there's quite a bit of dialogue, but I mean, for what the story is, the dialogue's good for it. Yeah. Um, and then the other one's called Jin. J-I-N-N. Um, and it's okay. about a Jin. A genie. Oh, as a in, genie. As in D-J-I-N-N. So his name is J-I-N-N. Jin. But he's a Jin. <laughs> and he's... Uh, okay. So basically the magical creatures of the world have taken over the world. And forced oh. the humans onto like this island. Really? That <laughs> yeah. sounds interesting. And they're at war, basically. Oh. So it's like a... It's almost like a post-apocalyptic post thing, but I guess you could say it's more dystopian, like Hunger Games, kind of ish. Because mm-hmm. the humans are still there, but they're pushed into a corner, and the magical creatures don't get along either. Uh. So, like, the elves are these upper class, you know, and then mm-hmm. the, the one jinn is the only jinn. Oh, okay. And he doesn't belong to any faction, so he's... A loner. He's a lone wolf. And people don't have to mess with him because he's all powerful. He's a djinn. Right. Like, if you mess with him, you could be gone. You could Thanos out of the universe. It's just what it is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, they're both really fun to narrate. Like, they're going to be awesome to narrate. Yeah. I get to hit a high range of emotions and everything. So, yeah. Nice. They they both sound interesting. Um, They'll be on Audible when I'm done. Woohoo! In the next month, I'll be done with both of them. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So the books we were reading. Um. I read Heart Shaped Box by Joe Hill. Um. Obviously, you know he's always like into the horror category uh, and I don't know I like his books um, we like his books yeah I mean I've only read one but <laughs> it was amazing yeah which would actually brought us into like the well at least got me to read a Joe Hill book was the movie Horns because you remember we watched it first yeah it was a good movie. It was a good movie. And then I was like, hmm, usually books are better than the movie. So it was a good movie. I wonder how the book is. And then I, like, checked it out from the library, and I enjoyed it. I don't think I ever asked you, did you like Horns more than you, the book more than you liked the movie? Yes. Yes, I did. Um, I mean, I guess it goes more in depth. They did change some stuff for the movie. Um, at this point, I don't remember what things, because it's been a really long time since we've watched the movie, and I've read the book. So, because, it might have been like four years ago. Since we watched it? Mm Mm-hmm. It was. It was when we first moved to our last apartment. St. Charles, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it was a long time ago. It's like four years ago. Um, so I can't give you specifics right now. Uh, um, so, so yeah, (laughs) 
Um, but anyway, Heart Shaped Box. It's a really good book. Um, it follows Jude, who is a rock star. I mean, he's not in his prime now. He's, like, in his 50s. And so he's pretty much just, like, making money off of, like, his past records and all this other stuff. So, but he still has a big following. And, um, he's... He ha he's had some rough times. I mean, his childhood and then, um... He was married and then got divorced, and so now he's, like, just living with a young chick at a time in his, in his house. Um, and I'm, I know a lot of people might not like that or might not give the book a chance because of just that, because he's 50, and then the girls that he's with are, like, 20, 21 like very very young early 20s and so um like that i didn't that aspect i didn't like about it but um it's pretty i mean when you really think about like rock stars and stuff that's what you think that at least i do i don't know i don't know much about them but Think about drugs and women galore. Right, that. Um, and he does talk about the drugs he was on when he was, like, you know, like on his tours and stuff. But um, he does say that he's off of them now and whatever. But that's not, like, a big part of it. What is is that um, he has this thing where he likes to to collect obscure objects like he has um like a video recording of like a tape of VHS of um a rape and murder of of a couple in by a cartel or something like that and he has other things like used in a in murders or whatever and so he gets baited into like purchasing a ghost and obviously yeah you're like what a ghost like I actually also thought it was like gonna be something silly but um it's like there's this there's this suit that the person claims that has um a ghost attached to it and it was her relative and so he obviously being himself who likes to um collect these obscure objects he is like yeah i want it like he doesn't need it's kind of like through a site kind of like ebay but he's like i don't even want to bid on it just give her the the full amount and so they purchase the thing i guess to them and then weird stuff starts happening. And so it does delve into the supernatural, which is what I like from like horror books. Um I'm not much into like I guess the gory does does catch my attention, but for me a, a 
horror book that has the supernatural is like the like what I want to read. Um, but yeah, so I mean, and then he finds out that there's something behind this ghost, why it was actually sent to him, and there's a lot of things going on, and then, you know, he just discovers why he got baited into buying it, and what this ghost really wants. Um, so yeah. So it's, it's pretty, like, nail-biting until the end. Uh, because, uh, like, there's twists and turns, and you're like, what? But yeah. I mean, some of it was, like, kind of predictable, but it was still, like, edge of your seat, waiting to see what happens. You're like, I want to know. Even to the very last page. So, I recommend it. It's good. It's a long book, but it's worth it. So yeah. Most most of the kings write long books. <laughs> you really think about it. Stephen, Joe, they both write long books. Right. And I'm pretty do. sure Tabitha's book is long. I haven't. I bet it. I bet they're all long books. <laughs> but they're, I bet they're all good though. So you know, there's a, there's a thing. Um, so. I was reading Slade House by David Mitchell. Mm -hmm. um, fun fact. Yes. I read on Wikipedia. Take in mind, this is Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> that Slade House actually started as a Twitter story. Really? Yeah. It was like tweets. Hmm. And he decided to turn it into a book. Nice. Um, but basically, it's the kind of story that you said you would like. Supernatural. It's supernatural uh, through and through. Um, I'll just say how it starts, because how it starts isn't anywhere near as important as all the rest of the parts of the book. <laughs> so, basically it starts with um, this kid and his mom going into Slate Alley. Um, and the mom is trying to find uh, the lady of Slate House, so basically, you know, the owner the head lady of the house. Mm -hmm. It's it's British, so you know, get it <laughs> the British terms, the lady of the house. Yeah. Um so they get inside and you find out that the kid has taken um some of his mom's Valium, his prescription medication for like I think it's for anxiety or depression. And he's not supposed to be taking it, so he, he's stealing it and taking it. And he starts to think that it's making him hallucinate when he gets inside the house. He's seeing random things, and it's just like he hears voices and stuff like that. So then the mom meets Nora, Nora Grayer, uh, and the, the kid meets Jonah Grayer outside. So the mom is inside, the kid's outside. And they're both having conversations with these two people who supposedly are the children of the lady of the house. Mm -hmm. And then come to find out that Nora and Jonah are actually twins and they are the antagonists of the story. No. So 
what they do is they lure you inside the house. This is what happened to these two people. They lure them inside and they feed them this whole BS story about whatever. And then they get your guard down, which is why the kids thought he was hallucinating. Mm -hmm. Because they knew he was on volume. And so they played off of that to weaken him. So then when they weaken you, they get you inside and they get you comfortable. And then they hit you with the whammy. (laughs) And then they take your soul. (laughs) Oh my, what's the whammy? (laughs) It's just like, for some reason, you freeze up and you're just sitting there. Like, they have you. They, you can't move, but you know everything that's going on around oh you. Oh, my goodness. That just makes me think of Hannibal. <laughs> that part in the movie basically. where at, they're at the table. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, just sitting there, and then they suck your soul out of your body. Oh, my goodness. And they pretty much just, like, drink it from the air. It comes oh. out of you as a bubble, and they just suck it out of the air. And you watch your soul go inside of them. But see, the thing is... They, they need your soul, and you have to be a special kind of person. So if you're not a special kind of person, and they try to take your soul, then your soul doesn't do anything for them. Mm. And I won't say exactly what it is, because I don't want to spoil it, but they need a certain kind of person's soul to continue to live forever, basically. Oh. Because they're actually living. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're, they're alive. Huh. But I won't go any further than that. Because I think that's, yeah. But it's a really good story. And <laughs> Sounds like it. However, mm-hmm. I didn't like the way it ended. Oh. Because the ending was very rushed. Mm. There should have been at least, I would say, at least one more chapter to it. One more part. And then it would have been, I think, he would have been able to stretch it out long enough for it to be, for everything to tie together and work together and actually cover every single thing to end it right. Yeah. I just think it, it like it was too many just boom 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 in the same part. It was just it was, it was rushed. Like you could tell mm-hmm. it was really rushed. But the lead up to it was great. So I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, out of 5 stars, I gave it I think 3.75. <laughs> wow, you're so <laughs> I was very particular. Very particular about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I liked it though. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I recommend it. And maybe other people wouldn't feel like the ending's rushed. I just felt like it was. I may have to read it. You should. Since it's a short one, too. You should. You should read it. You'll get through it in a day or two. Knowing you. I'm a slow reader. Yeah, but I've seen you read double the length of novels in a day, so I'm sure you could get through this one in a day. It's on those days where I just read. That's all All I do. All day long. (laughs) Which is what she was going to do all day today. But we doing the podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, tried it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I actually reminded you today. Yeah, but I've been saying for a week, let's do this. <laughs> uh, and then tried to say she was waiting on me. I was waiting on you. You were not. Mm-hmm. Um, on another note, I found this one website. It's called bookishfirst.com. Um, thank you to a Litzy friend who posted something about it. And I was like, ooh, I need to look into that. Um, it's a website where you can, um, they raffle off ARCs, advanced reader's copies. Um, 
Nice. And so I was looking through them, and I put in for the three that they have currently because they look so interesting. That like I was able to read the synopsis, and then they give you a sample. So probably like the first twenty pages of the book, and the three that they have up now are called. The one is called Mother Knows Best. Um, it's it's like a psycho psychological thriller, but it's also um, I guess science fiction. Um, it's um, this mom. She her kid dies at the age of nine, I believe. Because he inherits a genetic disease or something from her. And so she feels guilty because she feels like she killed him. Because he inherited from her. And so she goes and... And goes to these scientists. Um, it's a woman and a man and they are like... I'm guessing they're geneticists, um, and so she she contacts them and because she wants to be able to like engineer genetically engineer a uh, child that won't have any like diseases any anything that'll you know would put their life in danger or whatever. The perfect child. Yeah, she wants to make sure that the child won't inherit something bad from her. And so the the doctors, the scientists, both of them, they like come together to try to create this. And so they actually use the DNA from the three of them to make a baby. So obviously they implant the the fertilized egg into her and but then they get found out, and so since it's ethically immoral or whatever to do it, and it's it's not, you know, the scientific community and the government and everything are, like, saying that's wrong, um, they actually have to flee because they're going to get prosecuted and stuff. But that the mom... And the guy scientist, they flee uh, because she's already pregnant. But they leave the other scientist behind. So then that scientist that's left behind, she gets, um, she obviously gets, gets caught, sent to prison. And then, and they never find the other two. But then she gets free after she serves her sentence, so years after. And so now she's looking for them. And so now they're in fear that she's going to try to do something to them to get back at them. And so, yeah. I'm excited to to find out what happens there. But it doesn't come out until, I think, July okay. next month. It's not that far. I know, but I want the free copy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Then that's that one, and then there's This Is How You Lose the Time War. Yeah. 
And it's like, there's... The main characters, you don't really know them. You just know them by red and blue. And so they're from, like, different... Um, they're from different peoples, I guess. And so they're, like, in this war. It's like a time war because they're going back in time to make sure that certain things happen and don't happen. Uh, so they're going back and killing people to make sure that the future ends up how they want it to end up. So oh, so it's like on purpose butterfly effect kind of thing? I guess, yeah. <clears throat> but, um... Not only is it time travel and war, but it's also, like, a love story. Because they start, like, like, they'll encounter each other while they go in the, in the, in the past to change things. They'll encounter each other and to, like, egg each other on and tease each other. They, like, leave, like, little notes. And then eventually, apparently, I didn't get to that part, but the synopsis says that apparently they... At some point, it starts turning into more than just, like, them goading each other with the letters. It starts to be, like, a little, like, love notes. And so... Sounds like a fun read, though. It does. Um, You almost got me when you said love story. I was almost like, nah, I don't want to die. But now I kind of want to read it. (laughs) And it seemed like they weren't, like, regular people. Like, it seemed like they were... Are they red and blue? Engineered, kind of, like some sort of, like, I don't know, something. I can see that. Yeah. So, it sounded pretty cool. It's like a twist on, um, did you watch, uh, I think it's called Mr. and Mrs. Smith? I think we have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like that? I like, guess so. They love each other, but they're, like, in competition. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but I guess on a bigger scale. Because <laughs> they're time traveling and killing right. masses of people. I'm all in on time travel. Like, it's a time travel. I want to read. Yeah, I also thought when I was reading it, I was also thought of kind of like a Romeo and Juliet, but yeah, I was more hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> because they're actually they're actually the soldiers going to. But yeah, I hadn't thought of that movie. Um, good point. And then there was another one. The Infinite Noise, and it's it's a YA because the kid that we follow the well I guess you follow too Caleb and Adam, and Caleb is he got into trouble at school because he started a fight and then his parents send him to see a psychologist. They send him out to to therapy, and he's like, it's just a fight. Why like? Isn't it normal that teenage boys sometimes get into scuffles? Nope. (laughs) He's like, why am I being sent to therapy instead of just being grounded? And so, um, he's just like, but he's also scared himself because he feels like he's confused. He doesn't know what's going on with him because all of a sudden he started being very emotional Um, and he doesn't feel in control of himself or his emotions. Um, and he doesn't really know why he sometimes is, like, very sad or very angry. But it's just, like, those emotions are, like, overpowering him. And he doesn't know what to do. 
And so he goes in to see this therapist, and he's, like, very skeptical. Um, and he's like, she's going to think I'm crazy, you know? And so, but somehow being in her office, he feels very calm, and he is actually feeling willing to talk to her. And that's strange for him. But he still lets her know what's going on after, you know, he tries to be a smart butt. But, um... <laughs> and, well, censoring ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh... So, he actually talks to her, and then she, like, lets him know that she actually thinks that he is probably an... An empath? I think that's what so it's called. He feels other people's feelings? Yes. Um, so she's telling him that she thinks that he's one of the few people ha- that have other powers, I guess? Other abilities? They're not like regular humans. And so she thinks that he is an empath. And that's why. Because she makes him think, like, when do your emotions get out of control? And he's like, well, when I'm with other people. I'm surrounded with other people. And then she's like, and what happens when you're by yourself? He's like, I feel relaxed. And so... That would be terrible. Right? Like, going around and then just feeling all of those emotions at once. um, Unless you can really control it. That would be terrible. So, the thing is, she's Dr. Bright, and she actually helps him get through this, or harness it or whatever understand what's going going around going on with him i guess i should say um and so so it's pretty interesting like anything with like people with powers i like that and then it's a ya book i like ya um but uh it's it's pretty interesting because he's like to see, to I guess to experience him going through that, you kind of are like, man, this poor kid um, is struggling with all that. Like, as a teenager, it's hard enough to struggle with your own emotions to then have to struggle with everyone else's emotions that's around you. It's like, oh my goodness, it must be so exhausting. Um, but then there's this other kid who... Who knows what's going on with him. His name is Adam. And it seems like he likes Caleb. But we don't know. Well at least I don't know. Because I only got the two first chapters. And the second chapter was him. But I couldn't. That was it. And I was like no why is it over. But yeah. He likes Caleb. I'm pretty sure he does. But he's kind of a loner. Um. And I wonder if he's also one of those people who has some other powers. Because he's a loner for a reason. Doesn't tell you why, but he te- it, it's pretty clear. That he says that he doesn't want to be around people. And I don't know why. Maybe he can't control his either. And Maybe. it's dangerous. Maybe. I don't know. Um, he makes sure to be by himself. And then he gets home and no one's there. Mom and dad are neuroscientists who are always away working cutting up brains and stuff and so (laughs) so he's by himself the poor kid um 
but yeah. Uh, so probably LGBTQ, YA, superpowers. There's a lot going on there. A lot going on there, and it's sounds amazing. So yeah, I want to read it. You have anything else? Anything bookish? Anything bookish? Cliche? Um, nope. At the moment, I don't. Because nope. when I'm narrating, I'm super, I'm hyper-focused on what I'm narrating. So it's, I don't really have anything else at the moment. But I will start reading another book this week. What book do you think? I don't know. I have a few that I'm, that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. I was thinking I might actually read Thinner this week. I was thinking it. Um, You've been trying to read that one for I don't know how many years. I know, but then I... Years? Yeah. It hasn't been years. You I started... started no. No, no, no. You first started trying to read it at Fox Run, which was in St. Charles. No. Yes. And then, then you stopped. Yes. And then you stopped. And then you didn't pick it up until like maybe last year. Huh. Well, if I start reading it, this week. It'll probably take me 10 or 11 days to finish it. But, you know. <laughs> um, I started I started one already. I don't remember the title, though. And it's upstairs. <laughs> I think it's called Dead City? But then you stopped reading it because you said you wanted to read something else. <gasps> the books I just got. Ah, I don't remember the name. Come on. I don't remember the name. The books you just got as in... The, the, it's the big one. With the three books oh, inside. Oh, yeah. It's Feed. a zombie. Feed is the one that I want to read. It's the one I'm going to read. It's, oh. in that, it's in that book. Oh, it's, it's one of the three? Yeah. It's called Feed. I don't remember the, the author's name. You guys, he almost bought like, I don't know how many books at Barnes & Noble for them to like ship here to home. Because he was going on a book buying craze. Don't know why. <laughs> like the lady, because he asked, because I told him, just ask if they know any good zombie books. Because I don't know. And he, and the Wi-Fi wasn't working on our phones. or My phone. Oh, your, well, no, mine wasn't working either. Not even the Wi-Fi, like our regular service. So we couldn't even get to our good Oh, yeah, Barnes & Noble? It was yeah. We couldn't even get to our Goodreads account or anything at all. Um, and so I just told him, I was like, ask the lady if she knows. She asked us if we were looking for something. And so he asked. And so she's like, well, I don't know any myself. But she went to the computer and there he goes. And so she's like, well, there's this one. And she's showing him the synopsis and the book covers. And he already had I don't know how many books that he said, yeah, I'll get that one. And she's like, okay, we can send it to your house because we don't have it here. I went crazy. <laughs> so, but then the other guy, when he got free, he was like, oh, I know some. And he He's, showed. He saved the day, showed me books on my TBR. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he saved the day. Yeah. He saved my pockets. Right. And then we were at the <laughs> checkout and I'm like, so you're still going to get those mailed? 
to the house? <laughs> Most definitely not. Because <laughs> like, you already have quite a few books in your hands, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it was called Feed. I mm-hmm. had that part right. It's okay. by Mira Grant. Oh, okay. Um, I'll read the, the general synopsis in the front of the back of the book. Um, the year was 2014. We had cured cancer. We had beaten the common cold. But in doing so, we had created something new, something terrible that no one could stop. The infection spread, virus blocks taking over bodies and minds with one unstoppable command, feed. Now, 20 years after the rising, Georgia and Sean Mason are on the trail of the biggest story of their lives, the dark conspiracy behind the infected. The truth Wait a second, that's a typo. The truth will get out, even <laughs> if it kills them. That's a typo on the back of the book. It says, the truth will out. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, it's, I'm, I'm stoked. It sounds interesting. I'm stoked. I was, when, I, when I saw it, because I was like, because we've talked about it before. What happens if we finally cure cancer? I did air quotes. You know, you can't see it. But if we finally cure <laughs> cancer... What comes of that? Because something's gonna adapt. Something's gonna, something's gonna change, and attack us, and it's gonna be worse than cancer. Right. So what's it gonna be? The zombie virus. <laughs> yeah. Like where do you go from there? And if you think about the zombie virus, it could be a form of cancer. Could be. And if you think about it, this, how the cells rapidly generate in your body, mm-hmm. like cancer cells. Right. Well, it sounds interesting. Um, it's I'm a huge in. book, you guys, because it's three books in one. And I looked at him like, oh my goodness, you're going to read that. It's going to take me two years. What you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I'm reading one book at a time. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, I am currently reading um, One Dark Throne. It is by Kender Blake. Kender? Sure, I would Kendar? go Kendar? But it's, um, it's part of the Three Dark Crown series. Um, it's really good. I mean, I, I had started reading it some time ago, and then I stopped reading because I started reading something else. Like, sometimes I just feel like, because I had finished reading the first book, and then I immediately started reading the second and then after a while, I was like, I need a new something else to read for right now. Um, sometimes you get like that, and it's okay. So now I'm starting back on it uh, where I left off. Uh, but like I said, I read Heart Shaped Box. I did read Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. And I read Hope Never Dies. Um, well, I listened to that one. Uh, it's quite funny. So yeah. I do recall when I when I first started Thinner Now. Mm-hmm. The reason why I didn't finish it was because I did Revival. Mm-hmm. I did Mr. Mercedes. You did. I did It. And then I was diving into Thinner right after mm-hmm. that. And I was like, ah! No, I did Cell. And mm-hmm. then I did Thinner right after that. Yeah. So it was like, okay, that's too much King. Well, <laughs> and I had told you, I was like, are you serious? You're just going to read King? I was content with it for a minute. I ain't going to lie. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll, I'll just read King for the rest of my life now. You got enough <laughs> books to last me a lifetime. Yeah. You sometimes need like a palate cleanser. Well, now I'm glad that I'm reading different authors. It's 
Yeah, broaden your horizons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can still have a favorite, you know, being Stephen King and read other books. Yes. So, um, this is quite the long episode. I didn't think we were going to get this long again. Absolutely normal. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but so, we should probably um, say bye if you have nothing else to say. It's not bye. We'll see you later. Well, yeah, we'll see you later. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening once again. We are Bookish Impulses. I am Kenny. And I am Yesenia. And as always, keep calm and read on.